0: Brendan Burchard and welcome to another episode of The Brendan Show. What's up my friends? It's Brendan, host of the Brendan Show, and welcome to episode what number four of Striving in Chaos. How do we deal with this global pandemic in a way that is helpful to us and not hurtful? To us. That has been what I've been talking about in this series with you. And I thank all of you for all the love, the DMs, the comments, the support, the, the cheering on that I'm doing this series for you every single day because I just want to be here for you, cheer you on, let you know that, you know, right now it's difficult, it's hard, but the good thing is, listen, we're all experiencing it together and usually where we're so divisive, we can choose this moment to not only come together, but to summon the greatest aspects of our own humanity right now. Because if we won't summon the best of who we are now in the face of difficulty, when are we going to do it? We won't have the same necessity when everything's, you know, peaches and roses. I don't even know if that's a saying, but you know what I'm saying? I think this is an opportunity for us to really demonstrate the values we espouse, the values we believe about kindness, the values we believe about leadership, the values we believe about personal development, self-mastery, showing up. And I know that that's difficult. I don't pretend that this is such a easy time. I just pretend that it's a necessary time. It is here. We have to accept. We have to allow. We have to experience. We have to not deny or avoid our feelings. We have to not ask other people to deny or avoid their own. However, episode four here of Striving in Chaos on the Brendan Show podcast, I thought I would take on something that's not probably going to be super popular, y'all. And I'm sorry I have to tell you that. And I, I recognize that. So allow me my time to make a little bit of case with you that might actually serve you because here's what I keep hearing what I'm gonna call this episode. I'm gonna call this episode, this crisis is different. This crisis is different. How many of you, you know, thumbs up, double hands up, have heard this statement? And maybe the statement has been used to justify some good behavior and some bad behavior. This crisis is different. It's different. And you know what it is? It is a very serious time. We must take this pandemic. This is, this is the greatest pandemic of our modern era. It's unprecedented. It is scary. It is something that we can all, you know, really, really overreact to. And it's something that although we also have to take precautions to. But please note what is happening now. As we edge longer into this crisis, people start taking, this crisis is different, which is a good thing at the beginning. For for us to recognize as humans, when you notice something is different, our brain is actually built for that, right? Our Literally, our neurobiological feedback sparks right on when something is different. We're supposed to notice things, as we talk about neuroscience, that are novel, right? Novelty really lights up the brain. Novelty tells the brain, Say hey, Pay attention to this. Um, let's, let's summon our resources and see how we need to respond to this. That's not what we expected. Noticing novelty is what allows us to protect ourselves. Noticing what is different is something that really is an empowering thing. And being aware of something out of place that helps us stay safe. So when we say, this crisis is different, at first, hey, listen, that was a good thing. That was saying, hey, y'all, this is different. This is new. Be careful. Take these actions. Let's do these precautions. And it was a wonderful thing. And still, some people say, hey, good leaders out there who I love you and I appreciate each of you. When you say, this crisis is different. Some of you are using that to say, hey, you know what? Wow, this is a moment right now. This is an opportunity for me to show the best of who I am. For me to care for my family differently. For me to show my family and my friends what I'm all about really right now. Because I will say it throughout this series on The Brendan Show podcast, it's a must that we adopt a role model mindset. The kids are watching, your community's watching, your future self is gonna look back and watch and ask how you dealt with it. So adopting that role model mindset is so important that that role model mindset summons you to be better than you feel sometimes, to be better than you you are. And I think that's really important. Yes, you can be allowing. Yes, you can rest. Yes, you can recover. I've talked about that throughout this series, and I hope you've tuned in. However, you know, while some leaders are taking that call of, this crisis is different, and they are showing up for it, other people, I'm here to tell you, are not maybe behaving so um, justly. And so we are seeing people use, this crisis is different, and the weight of it to maybe enact some things that aren't gonna serve them through this and aren't gonna serve their community. So I'm to, I have a list of things here that are not going to help because so much of what I've been doing on the podcast, if you've been listening to The Brendan Show podcast, is is cheering, encouraging, demanding, like just really like being that voice of of positivity and empowerment for people. But part of that right now is I think to recognize that, listen, just because we're in a pandemic, not everything gets a pass, right? Not every behavior gets a pass. You don't get to, just because there's this, there's a situation where you're in your house away from other people or with the family or with the kids and there's new demands on you. Listen, new demands doesn't necessarily justify bad behavior, right? We we know, we still know throughout the march of time in psychology, sociology, physiology. We know in uh, every area of human study from philosophy all the way to politics, straight down to our daily behavior. We know what makes people happy. It's not a mystery. And negative action right being rude not always going to do the, not not always going to be the thing so i really want to talk with you about that today how people are taking this crisis is different and some people are using this crisis is different to summon the best of themselves to recognize the opportunity to lead to take some time to reflect to redefine to recalibrate to rest to recover, to organize the house. Some people are using this time for real self-introspection, real rest, or real opportunities to lead and serve and be role models. Some people are using this fact that this crisis is different in positive ways. However, I bet some of you have also noticed something that I want to talk about because I'm your coach, i got to keep people accountable, i got to be real. And what is happening also is some people are saying, this crisis is different, and they're using that to justify bad behavior. Justify hate. Justify complaint. Justify their bad attitude that's carrying on weeks and months. Justify lying, cheating, stealing enacting irresponsible behaviors for themselves and their families, demanding things from other people in entitled and rude ways. And I know this is not popular. And I know, listen, I'll probably get skewered for even bringing this up. How dare somebody Say that we should practice good values throughout such difficult times. What a jerk Brennan is he, you know he lacks all empathy, he doesn't understand that people of course are going to burst out in anger and upset and that they're going to you know do these things because you know the stress and the overwhelms getting to people, and you have to allow them to be you know rude and who they are and I'm like,, ah, maybe, maybe. Is stress real? Yeah. Is overwhelm? Yes. Is threat to our lives scary? Yes. But your life, if you're at home right now, is on average, by the vast majority of the average, I don't know, seven billion people, is not any more threatened necessarily than it was last year. Meaning last year, you might've been out driving your car, Last year, you might have got the flu. Last year, you might have had the same incidence of heart disease, diabetes. Last year, you might not have been safe too. And I'm not saying this is not different. It is different and it is scary. But listen, stress, overwhelm, and all the things we are facing now, we have also faced before, right? We have also faced before and we faced bigger things before. It is not minimizing these things. What it's doing is contextualizing the fact that stress and overwhelm is not new to your life. Yes, these are new stressors. Yes, this is a new way to be overwhelmed. Yes, it's collectively heavy. Yes, it is different. But it does not justify you spreading hate. It does not justify you complaining 24 7. It does not justify you saying these people are horrible and terrible and blah, 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 blah. It doesn't justify us becoming more divisive. Does this pandemic justify anyone to become more decisive? Divisive, I'm sorry? It's like, Does this give us a reason to hate groups more? I don't think so. I think this is a cause to maybe recognize we're collectively in something together. Does this justify people coming at you, being rude, trying to take what's not theirs, acting from scarcity and anger and hurt to others? I don't think so. Here's my list right now that I'm seeing. Number one, people are using using and i mean they're literally using it they're not conscious of it yet but someday it will be revealed to them as they gain higher consciousness and awareness that they're using this this situation that this is different as a reason to demonstrate bad attitude well you i can be rude i can i can have a crappy outlook you, i deserve to have a crappy outlook this is terrible this is terrible oh that's that's what they're doing they're like i my attitude that's negative is deserved because these situations, hey, your attitude could have been deserved when you couldn't pay the bills too. Your attitude could have been, your bad attitude could have been deserved when someone treated you wrong. We've always had to choose it. And I keep talking about this over and over, over. That You know, Victor Frankl's book, Man's Search for Meaning, where he talked about the last of the human freedoms. They can take away everything from you, but they cannot take away one's ability to choose one's own attitude. So you can't use the crisis to choose a negative attitude and justify it. Hey all let me jump into this episode real quick uh, with something I usually don't do, which is kind of like a, I guess they call it a mid-roll ad or something. But I decided to do this right now because I'm literally at home working during this coronavirus pandemic. And it's um, really ignited a lot of questions from my community about how do I do that? You know, how am I thinking through my career? How am I thinking through building my personal brand and my online sales during a time in which, yeah, we're home. Like, how does my industry or my career or my approach to it function? And so what I want to let you know is if you did not know, I do have a program for that. It's called the Influencer Business Program. And it's where I'm like teaching you, this is how I do everything. I teach you how to grow your personal brand, monetize content, launch campaigns, books, courses, webcasts. Live webcasts, subscriptions. I mean, it's about basically how do you grow your audience and online sales faster? No matter where you are, no matter if you're starting or not, because clearly you've seen me do it—not just with the podcast, but with 300 million video views, 25 multi-million-dollar online course launches. Three New York Times bestsellers, five million fans on Facebook. I mean, you've seen the covers of the magazines and the chart-topping stuff. And the, the, you know, if you're on the email list of millions of email subscribers, or you've seen the social media posts from other influencers, you know, joining my masterminds and asking me how I do it all. It's like I've been blessed with all of that. And I just feel like maybe this is the time that you learn to build your personal brand. That, that you finally get yourself up online and making a real online sales because, you know, I've been doing it for 14 years every day full time. And I've spent, you know, literally tens and tens of millions of dollars on figuring it out, on running ads, on learning which campaigns work, which ones don't, on starting from nothing, pushing every button myself to finally growing it bigger and bigger and bigger. And, People always want to know what's your marketing strategy? What is the modern thought leader business model that can be, you know, built and monetized quickly? You know, how do you tell your story or build credibility and how do you get people to buy from you or what should you sell? What should you not sell? Or how do you create great content or online curriculum that sells? Or, you know, what are, you know, what are funnels and launches and how do they work? And what should I do first, second, and third? And if you had to start over, Brendan, what are the four things you should do or, or what tools and systems you use? How do you get promotional partners? How do you do online challenges? How do you create lifelong fans? I mean, uh, I'm just like literally sitting here thinking, this is what I do every day. And if you would like to get a seven day crash course on that, and then even live monthly marketing training for me, that's what we now call my influencer business program. And you can literally just go to influencerbusinessprogram.com and it will take you to the page to learn about that. Now, it's for serious people only. Uh, obviously, you hear me during this, um, this you know, this global sort of shutdown and pandemic with coronavirus giving away one of my courses with the wellness masterclass, but this one, this one's for serious players. This is, there is a charge to it, obviously, where I go live every single month. And I also give you some of my best online training so that you can get, you know, your personal brand growing, grow that audience, make more online sales. So if you're into that type of thing, go to influencerbusinessprogram.com. I mean, that's influencerbusinessprogram.com. All together, InfluencerBusinessProgram.com. And you can learn about the multiple membership levels. I kind of made it affordable if you want to do a monthly or if you want to take the whole year or you want the advanced pro program, you can learn all about that, InfluencerBusinessProgram.com my main message to this audience and everyone I'm talking to right now is is if you have not done the work to get yourself online, if you feel like you're falling behind in the digital era, if you don't have recurring revenue every single day with some type of online sales, if if you don't get the hint now, you're never going to get the hint. I mean, you, you need to do that now in this growing pandemic. I genuinely believe we are going to see such a disruption in the economy in the coming months. And those who, you know, have figured out pretty things to grow their, you know, Instagram, but never built the business model, never learned recurring revenue, never learned how to do real launches that bring in the real money that allows them to have the living. They're really going to struggle this year. We're going to see people who have, you know, no fans, no audience, no email list really struggle, but we're also gonna see people who have no online sales really struggle, and we're really going to see people who have even millions of fans, but who never figured out the monetization completely fall apart. So please go to influencerbusinessprogram.com if you are in this industry, or you know it's time to build your personal brand and get those online sales going, because listen, The economy is going to be really difficult but also more importantly than that listen it's time to share your voice to lead to be a role model to share your expertise your life wisdom your perspective about things with more people because we need more leaders out there sharing positive messages of hope of strength of optimism for the future, because we will make it through this and it will be the influencers and the voices out there sharing our thoughts, our wisdom, and our advice that will help carry and set the tone towards a better future. Business InfluencerBusinessProgram.com. We'd love to see you in that program. InfluencerBusinessProgram.com. The second thing I'm seeing people justify is rudeness and complaint and hate i'm gonna bucket them all together because i really feel like it's like oh i can be rude right now i can be demanding right now of other people they should give me this because it's hard on me and i was like whoa hey listen it's hard on all of us you you don't get special treatment just because the context changed there's a lot of people demanding things that are like not real, not fair, not good right now, and you're like, whoa, you don't get to use the context to be demanding of other people. Uh, That doesn't make sense. You can make requests, you can be kindly, you can say to your spouse, hey, you know what, I I need a little bit more help right now. This is really hard, I'm a little stressed and overwhelmed, and sometimes I just, my day kind of, I'm losing a couple days of here. Uh, You can lean on your teams more, you can lean on friends more, but to demand it, just because the context, right? How dare you not give me X? There's a pandemic going on. It's like, whoa, hold on there. I've seen people another thing, lying and cheating. And remember, you're talking to Brand Burchard here, who never talks about the real negative aspects of our lives, because I'm more of the like I'm more of the positive psychology type of guy who's saying, hey, let's focus on our strengths, let's build those. But I've seen people lying and cheating and demanding right now. In ways that aren't right. They're, they're going to companies and they're saying, Hey, I bought something two years ago from you, but I need money now. So give it to me. And if you don't, I'm going to trash you online as being insensitive. Guys, I've really had that happen to me. I literally, we've had clients, people from years ago say, Hey, I, this is hard times. I want money back from that. I'm like, do you go to Amazon and ask for money back from something three years ago? Cause it's hard right now. Like we can't use the context just to get whatever we want or demand whatever we want and threaten other people when we don't get what we want. Yes, it's hard times, but it doesn't justify irresponsible behavior or poor ethical behavior. Like, if we give up on our ethics now, right versus wrong, truth, if we forget justice, if we forget mercy, if we forget kindness now and we become demanding, entitled, bratty, rude, hate-filled or threatening to people, what have we achieved when this moment in time we will remember? You know, all my friends right now are often reminding of us of all the neuroscience, right? And that in our memories or our times in our lives, that there are these, you know, peak moments, these big dramatic moments, like this is a dramatic moment in, in history right now, right? That we're gonna be able to summon our recollection of how we acted then, so easily, one year, two year, five year, 10 years, just like you remember when 9-11 happened, right? And where you were, and how you behaved people, and how you treated people, and remember the country coming together? Well, guess what? We're we're having that same thing. A year, two, three, four years from now, we're gonna look back, and either we're gonna go, I was proud of myself, or ooh, you know, I, I wasn't. Please don't let this, this is different, this crisis is different context, Allow you to be irresponsible, rude, uh, you know, demanding of other people because guess what? They're going through hardship just like you. They're going through hardship just like you. What if they pushed their emotions on you right now? What if they demanded things from you that they didn't deserve or they didn't earn or, or, or they, you know, I mean, just think about it for a minute. Think about all the people right now who are choosing, you know what? I'm not gonna. You know what? This context, I can afford to do things, but I'm not going to pay any of my bills right now, even though they can afford to. It's like, that's not going to help our economy. That's not going to help the world grow by being unethical and not paying the bills that you have when you can pay them. Now, I know that, folks. again, I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for this because there are some people who truly can't pay the bills. And that is why we are doing stimulus packages. That is why you know, uh, so many business owners and so many people are allowing or pausing payments or doing something. Like a lot of people are working really hard. But a lot of people are taking their train wreck that was happening months before, years before this crisis, and now they're putting that train wreck on everybody else under the umbrella of the crisis. And listen, I know, again, I said, I know this is not gonna be super, you know, super positive, But I think that what we have to do is hold each other to high ethical standards always. Not when it's convenient, not once in a while. I don't think that a crisis justifies bad behavior. I don't think a crisis should allow us to make, you know, uh, our issues, other people issues. I don't think that a crisis allows us to lie cheat, steal. So here's what I'm encouraging you, my friends. You are going to so remember how you acted right now. And if you take from other people right now, if you lied to get yourself out of a situation that you had already created, you're going to remember that. You're going to remember this time you go, you know what, I really did a lot of irresponsible behavior during that crisis. And you know what, your psyche will store that up and it will degrade, degrade your character. And so what will happen? Your sense of worth, your sense of value, your sense of self-confidence will go down if you justify bad behavior and unethical behavior based on anything, anything. We all can make excuses to lie, cheat, steal, be rude, spread hate. But the fact that most of us don't is why humanity is so beautiful. We can all justify it, but the fact that you, my audience, doesn't do that. You hold yourself to a high standard. That inspires me and it keeps me going. So I don't want this to feel like, oh, Brennan went off the deep end negative today. No, I'm calling a spade a spade. I'm saying, let's hold ourselves to high accountable. Let's let's be proud of ourselves. Let's, instead of adopting a negative attitude, let's adopt a positive one. Let's be role models. Instead of you know being rude to other people, let's be extra thoughtful with them. Instead of allowing all terrible behavior, let's still be leaders. Let's still hold people accountable. Instead of spreading hate, let's really talk about the human oneness story and share love. Instead of lying when it's convenient because we can put it under the umbrella of a crisis, let's realize that lying is lying, cheating is cheating. And in any given context, years later, that will not only hurt your relationships, it will hurt your psyche and your sense of self-worth. Let's stop saying, "Oh well, it's a crisis, so you know, it's I'm allowed to, you know, do all these bad habits. I, I, it's it's okay that you know, I'm I'm just throwing away, uh, you know, my discipline. I'm not going to take care of myself. I'm going to drown myself in alcohol right now. That's going to have ripple effects. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to I'm going to let myself go for a couple weeks, and that's going to have health benefits." What do we want to, what, what, what's the best response right now? Should we throw out all our bad behaviors, become overweight and addicted and terrible to people right now? Or should we say, you know what? I better protect my immune system. Boy, I, I, would really better get my immune system teed up. I, I better rest. I better recover. I better drink all the waters. I better, you know, I, I better really take good care of myself right now so that I can pull my family through. I'd better take care of myself right now so I can be energized to pull my family through what is going to be a very long year. So I hope that this is really serving you all because I love you and I wanna share this message with you. I'm gonna be that person throughout this. I said it day one. I said, listen, I don't think that I'm going to be the guy who's just gonna enable every behavior here. I'll be empathetic, but not enabling. I'll be empathetic and empowering, but, As a high performance coach, the whole idea is hold yourself to high standards and you get to live and experience a quality of life that most people never will. Because when it gets hard, they let go of their standards. And I'm not saying everything has to be perfect. I'm not saying you have to work equally as hard or do everything perfect as perfect as you used to be able to. But I'm here to say you have standards. Practice them. Believe in them. Stick to them. You know, maybe you don't get every day right. Maybe one or two days slip away. But if, listen, we're months into this thing, if you're keeping track already, If you've let your standards go for months, re-engage. If you've been lying, cheating, stealing, being in a negative attitude, flip that now because it's only gonna carry on. We still got a long march ahead of us. We've gotta learn to dress that march with honor, to show up as our best selves, to care for the guy and the gal and the people around us because it will continue. So let us be proud of ourselves. Please hold yourself to high standard. That is my message right now. When it is difficult, that's when you hold yourself to a high standard. When you have all the reason in the world to lower yourself, you still aim high you still believe in good things, you still live an ethical life, so that when your memory is triggered years from now, and it will be, you will look back and go, wow, you know what, I had all the reason in the world to join the liars, the cheaters, the takers, the scarcity mongers, the hate mongers, and you know what, I've distanced myself from them. You know what, let's social distance ourselves from what we could become, and instead grow into who we were meant to be by holding ourselves to high ethical standards that is how we will strive together well and positive and courageously and strong in chaos that is your episode today of striving in chaos okay my friends i hope you enjoyed this episode we'll give another section tomorrow in the meantime share this with everybody you love take care of yourself, choose to protect your health, care deeply about your mind, body, your spirit right now. During these times, maintain your emotional center. Remember, you get to choose your focus and your thoughts right now. You get to set the emotional tone for your family, for your friends, for your team, for your community. Right now, how you show up really matters. So care for your health. Be a person who is positive out there. Take care of others. You can choose high performance today. You can choose to go beyond ordinary and you can still be extraordinary, even in times of crisis. So do that, my friends. Thanks for listening to the Brandon show. Please share this episode around the world for me. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, my friend, I'm jumping in here with one last message to you uh, that we bolted on because it's just it's just timing. You know, everybody is asking me how I run my career. How do I generate online sales? How do I build the real business? I mean, how am I getting my personal brand out there? How am I thinking through this industry during this time right now? And so if you're somebody who's wanted to share your voice and you've known you needed to monetize your content online, you've known you need to grow your following, you know that for security through this modern economy and what we're going to face this year, you need to generate recurring revenue. You need to get some online digital content out there and you don't want to get left behind in what is obviously becoming a greater and greater digital economy. You need to be out there. And if I can serve you with that, here's how I do it. Go to InfluencerBusinessProgram.com. InfluencerBusinessProgram.com. And that will take you to my membership levels in the Influencer Business Program where I help you understand how do you grow your personal brand how do you create and monetize content? What should you do be doing with live casts or launches or subscriptions right now? How do you grow your audience and online sales faster? We have three different member levels, and I'm here to tell you, as you are certainly listening to my voice right at this moment, why can't that be your voice? Why can't you be And the person sharing positivity, hope, guidance, strength, optimism out in the world right now so that we can help people face the chaos with a little bit more confidence, with a little bit more authenticity and vulnerability, but also personal power. Why can't you take anything you've learned in your whole life about career or business or wellness or health or just living a good life, being a good parent, you know, chasing your dreams. Why can't you take that advice, structure it, build a personal brand around it, build some online digital content around it, sell it, get recurring revenue, and build something that not only carries you through with digital sales through this scary economy, but more importantly, sets you up to share your voice and make a difference at a time when it matters more than ever. You clearly hear I'm passionate about this. So go to influencerbusinessprogram.com right now. That's influencerbusinessprogram.com. And it's something that I deeply, deeply believe in. In fact, I invested in them and I've advised the senior team. I'm telling you what, my audience loves it. It's increased the engagement across everything I do. And you can get a free demo when you go to community.com. Just like it sounds, community.com. Check it out.